Welcome to the Phil Nason Show, brought to you by PlayUp Sportsbook. PlayUp welcomes all bettors and offers the best prices on the market. They are also proud to be an official betting partner of the New Jersey Devils. Check them out online or in the App Store and see for yourself why PlayUp is your best bet. You're listening to a pre-recorded edition of the Phil Nason Show. The Phil Nason Show. Download us at your favorite podcast catcher, including iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Google Play, and please leave a review. You can follow Phil on social media at Cash with Flash and like our Facebook show page. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Phil Nason Show. Welcome to the Phil Nation Show. I'm excited to have you here. We'll be here for as long as it takes, and we'll talk Elite Eight basketball action. PlayUp Sportsbook presents the Phil Nation Show. Head on over to playup.com, sign up for an account, and find out why PlayUp is always your best bet. The Elite Eight is here. Ambrose is here. We're coming off a four and two day. What's up, dude? Good morning, Phil. They call it March Madness for a reason. Yes, they do. I'm looking out my window, and all I see are snowflakes. And it's snow on the ground. <laughs> Welcome to Pittsburgh in March. Oh, my word. Whatever. It's all yeah. good, man. I tell you what. We did all right on our last yeah. podcast this Sweet 16. Four and two. Probably should have been five and one. Maybe even six and oh. We'll take it. But how you, about a little? How about a little sprinkle on the money line for St. Peter's? That was a nice sprinkle, huh? Yes, it was. Yes. Sometimes we get it right, you know. Um, exactly. actually, most times we do. Yeah. 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 It, that was funny because my friend called me up yesterday. I was on a tennis court, right? And he said, "What does that mean? A sprinkle? What did you mean by that?" I said, "Play it, dummy." Mm-hmm. And he hit it big time. Right. That's the way it should be. Exactly. That's the way it should be. You put out a tweet yesterday during probably the Eagles concert, correct? Well, the Eagles concert is tonight. Oh, it's tonight. I'm sorry. I didn't realize. I thought it was last night. Okay. Anyway, you talked about the future of Shaheen Holloway. He is the head coach of the St. Peter's Peacocks, the victorious ones yesterday. Yes. What do you think he's going to do? Well, the rumors are out there that with his, uh, he's going to go back to Seton Hall where he played. Um, however, you know, sometimes uh, it, I can make a case where he's going to go back to Seton Hall. They're going to throw a ton of money at him. Obviously, the Seton Hall coach left, and he, I believe he went. To, he's now in Maryland, so there's an opening. But, Phil, you know, sometimes the grass isn't always greener. Um, he's focusing on, obviously – his game against North Carolina, but, uh, you know, people are going to speculate as to where this guy's going to go. I mean, this guy was a hell of a player back in the day. Mm -hmm. And I saw, it's funny because uh, I was going through Twitter last night and they showed a picture of Kobe Bryant and, uh, and the uh, St. Peter's coach back at the McDonald's all American classic. And believe it or not in that game, or at least one of them, the MVP was actually Holloway for the games. He can play. Oh, yeah, and he's proven that he can coach. Sure. And he's proven that he can take whatever is given to him, whatever's left. I don't think that when he got there, I can't imagine. Too many big stars in the area were knocking down his door in New Jersey. So he put this team together. He's got some junior college transfers. He's done a great job. But you know what? The grass isn't always greener. 
And here's right. why I think he's going to stay where he is. He's been there four years. I read an article on The Athletic the other day where it talked about when he first got there. They said there were rats bigger than cats. And he wouldn't even <laughs> show the recruits the facilities because they didn't really have any. Right. And now they do. And now they've reached the Elite Eight. We'll talk about their game in a minute. Local kids are going to want to play for him now. Um, he's going to get a better look at some of those JUCO transfers. Maybe the transfer portal will be kinder to him now because, right. you know, kids don't really. Okay, I wouldn't say. I would say maybe 60% of it is because of the coach, but 40% is because of the opportunity to play, the opportunity to win at a high level, and the opportunity for a moment like this. And he can provide all those at St. Peter's. If he goes back to Seton Hall, he's going to have to start all over. I know he's got the cred to do it. But who's going to come knocking on his door? And like you said off air, his path to the NCAA tournament and another opportunity that he just has or still has won't be so easy to present itself as it would be at St. Peter's. So right. I think he would stay. It's going to be interesting. We'll see, man. We'll see. Yeah. But the bottom line, though, is that's what March Madness is all about. That's what the tournament is all about. St. Peter's, a team like St. Peter's who can come in there as Davy and knock off Goliath after Goliath, and that's what they've done. But we'll get to them in a minute. What about Houston and Villanova this evening? Houston is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. The total is 127-and-a-half. What do you like about this one? Well, I took a look, obviously. Um, let's start out with the coaches. You've heard me say it. I'm going to say it again. The same coaches win, the same coaches lose. So here you have, in my opinion, probably the two best coaches left. Actually, two of the best coaches to start the tournament, two of the best coaches left in the tournament, and now they're going head-to-head. -head. So let's break this game down a little bit. You got Houston, which is the higher seed, favored over Villanova. So automatically... Anyone who's going to be looking at it be like, wow, uh, Villanova is actually the, the two seed. Why uh, why are they the underdog? Well, obviously, you know, Houston's been playing the best ball. So this year, with, when Villanova was an underdog, they were an underdog five times this year. In those five games, they were one and four against the spread. I always like to pay attention to that. So that's just goes to show you how they respond in these situations. Um. I kind of want to maybe wait and see. I, what? Well, I, I, I was going to say, let's wait and see how this game is being played. If you're watching this game, pay attention to how good the Houston defense is and if they're going to be able to extend the Villanova offense out like they did against Arizona. I mean, Phil, if you watched that Arizona game against Houston, that game was over in the first five minutes. Right, I did see some of that, yes. The, the, the Arizona's offense just couldn't, was, was getting started running their sets just so far away from the basket. That's the suffocating defense for, for Houston. So um, at, at first I was going to say let's wait and see how this game is going to play out, maybe make an in-game wager because the, the point spread is tight. However, I do like this game. I will be placing a bet and advising my customers to go ahead and get down on Villanova because I think uh, it comes down to one thing. There is an edge in this game, and it's foul shooting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That doesn't bother you at, at all that 
Gillespie got dinged up real bad at the end of that game, the Michigan game? Well, um, obviously it does bother me paying attention to that. I've, everything I've read said he's he's pretty much good to go. But, um, you know, this game, I don't like this game or any of these games uh, as much as I liked the, uh, the games in the Elite Eight. So, you know, you have to, you know, I firmly believe that you don't bet the same amount of money on each game just to throw the darts. Money management is key. So let's not go crazy on these games. That's what I'm telling my clients. Um, if you have any reservations about Gillespie, you, you can always wait to see uh, if he's good to go in the first five minutes. But um, if he is good to go and he's healthy, uh, I think it's going to be a grind of a game. I think Villanova has the ability to possess the ball grind the shot clock down, run their offense, get good sets, and it's going to come down to foul shooting. If it does, Nova will win. I'm going to go mm-hmm. the other way with this one. I'm even going to wear my Houston Cougar stuff on the tennis court today. Nice. Both of them, my hoodie and my hat, wind them all up. They're 9-1 against the spread in their last 10. They haven't fared well as underdogs. Uh, and I know that they haven't, but they're tremendous offensive rebounders. They're like piranhas yes. on the glass. Yeah. Uh, Villanova, though, they've allowed a 30% rebound rate in 16 of their 34 games. That's a lot. It is. But when you talk about coaching, you've got two of the best, right? Correct. And, and you've got Jay Wright, 19-3 and three since 2016 in the NCAA double, or NCAA tournament. Nineteen and three is nuts. The foul right. shooters are there, but one thing they don't do as often as I would like is cover. And they're five, four, and one against the spread in their last ten. Sure, they've had their way in the NCAA tournament, but prior to that, they were struggling a bit. I know they got hot. I'm worried about Gillespie. I don't think he's going to be that guy tonight. So I'm going to go with Houston, and I'm going to take the points or lay the points. I should uh, say. Yeah, Houston's a small favorite. So, uh, like I said, I'm debating about whether uh, pulling the trigger before the game or just waiting to possibly do in-game, seeing if Gillespie is good to go. Um, I want to ask you a question. Do you think so? So Villanova is a small dog in this game. Do you think Villanova would be favored if they were playing anyone else who's left on the tournament? I don't know. Um, maybe you know what? Not. I don't know if they'd be favored against Duke. Right. Um, maybe they'd be a tiny favorite against yeah. Arkansas. I think that they wouldn't be a favorite against Kansas, but the other teams they would, sure. Yeah. Um, if you're a Villanova fan, they're licking their chops because this is where Jay Wright excels. Absolutely. Short, short turnaround, one one day to prepare. This is where Jay Wright became Jay Wright. Um, and, you know, look at the coaching. Compare the, the coaching uh, – for, for Villanova, with regards to that debacle of a of a of a, what was Purdue doing last night? Would you mind explaining to me what what their strategy was? They were going to make sure we covered. <laughs> I mean, I didn't understand it, what he was doing. I I don't like to criticize coaches too much. I don't like it when people do it to me. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Time and time again, we've seen that you know you can have the best recruits. And you can have the uh, ideal matchup, and this should have been an ideal matchup for Purdue. Mm-hmm. But then you got to seal the deal. You've got to direct your players, and your players have to execute. Neither happened, in my opinion. And I like Purdue a lot, as you know. 
Yes. I wear their gear. Yes, and, you do. And at the end of the day, I don't know what happened there. I I had one eye open, and I was enjoying it, though, because I love that underdog thing, man. I, I love that sprinkle, if you yeah, will. Yeah, exactly. That's what March Madness is about to me. And, yeah, you're right, Purdue. Purdue messed up. They do it every year. They're hard to trust. They're they're the anti they're antithetical antithetical God dog get it out there Flash to what Villanova or Houston does mm-hmm. because Samson's a good coach too yes so you know what I I'm gonna bank I'm just going with Houston I like them better they're tenacious on defense man they offensive rebound they that is part of their offense if you watch that weak side is coming over to crash. And I'm not so sure Nova can handle that. And that's where I think it's going to be. Do you have any interest in the total? I do not. None. Me neither. I don't know what's going to happen here. Because if Gillespie's healthy, this is a one-point game. Mm -hmm. And I don't think he is. Because when I saw that knee go, his leg twisted like a pretzel. And I know he's a young guy, but it was the same leg that he hurt. But we split on this one, so somebody's going to win. You decide who. Well, you know what? Um, Like I said... Uh, I think the play for uh, for my clients afterwards, you know, I'll be direct messaging my clients. I think we might just take a wait-and-see approach on this one, look to see how the first five minutes go. Obviously, you you, you don't want to – I call it uh, a, a poker term. You don't want to pot commit yourself um, all in um, w- waiting to see if you flip a coin and see if Gillespie's healthy. So there's nothing wrong with, with doing a little in-game, look to see if Gillespie's healthy, and then go from there. Um my opinion, though, if Gillespie's healthy and he is good to go, um, I lean Villanova because of the edge in foul shooting. That's fair enough, and they are yeah. great foul shooters. That's for sure. We talked about that last time. They really get it done. Arkansas, four-point dog against mm-hmm. Duke. That's a big number, too, 147 and a half. Mm-hmm. Who do you like here? I do have a an opinion on this game, and I'm going with Duke minus one and a half in the first half. Okay, that's not I'm doing a bad a, play. I'm doing a first half. Uh, I um, I kind of like uh, uh, the what I've seen in regards to Duke coming out. Arkansas starting a little slow. Um, Arkansas has made those those in game adjustments throughout the tournament. They're a very well coached team, as you can see. Uh, I would not be surprised if um, there's a much different uh, style of play in the second half after the adjustments. So. I'm going to just go ahead and go with Duke minus one and a half points in the first half and look to uh, um, maybe do something later in the game on this. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. Um, Arkansas is 5-0 and against the spread in their last five as an underdog. That team can be up and down. You know, you, had, you were high on them for the SEC tournament. Yes. And then they were gassed at the end. It was awful to yeah. see them do that. But they look pretty fresh. And energetic now. I'm sure he gave him a couple days off between that and practicing for the the NCAA's. That probably helped. But they're five, four, and one against the spread in their last ten. This Note is a nice player. He's going to score tonight. But it took him 29 shots to get 29 points the other night. Yeah. The the one thing that I I'm really high on though for Arkansas. I love watching NDS Tony play defense. Mm-hmm. Really like it. And I watched Jeremy Roach play this season. He's been up and down, but boy, he looks good. He got hot at the right time. The thing that I worry about, though, are the referees and the whistles. We've seen some funny calls in this event. And Duke has just got down to a six-man rotation. 
Yeah. And that's not going to help. But they do have the size advantage, and they're 30-6 and six as a favorite this season. Jeez, uh, Arkansas is 3-3 three and three as a dog. Arkansas is hard to trust, very hard to trust. And I'm going to leave this one alone. I'm going to sit this one out. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm going to play. Uh, I'm going to. I'm not going to go all in on my wager. And uh, if if you're listening and wondering, well, I would I would do half of the wager I did um, on this game, Duke Arkansas, for the first half, compared to what I was betting for the Elite Eight matchups a couple of days ago. So um, you know, you don't have to go all in on these games. These games, it's look, it's the it's the Elite Eight. The the point spreads are tight. You know, if if you make a wager, you're saying that you don't agree with the point spread and you're taking a stand. Well, if the point spread is right where it should be, save your money for, for later on when you see something that, that is mispriced. So Duke minus four, point spread is probably where I write. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take my stand on the first half. And that's the best place to be because Duke knows how to play defense in it and they really play defense yeah. well in the first half. They always come out firing. This is going to be a big night for Duke, too, because, quite frankly, this could be Coach K's last game as head coach of Duke. Who knows what he'll do after this? Probably just play with his grandchildren. Right. Or teach them not to drink and drive, whatever he has to do. But uh, at the end of the day, I'm looking forward to that one. I hope I get home in time to watch that. Now, Sunday's games, Miami Hurricanes, six-point dog. Mm -hmm. They're up against Kansas. The total is one forty-seven and a half. You got something on this one? I lean Miami on this game. Oh yeah, I'm, I do. I'm not even leaning. I, I'm. I think. I don't think the spread is going to get any better. We're not going to mm-hmm. get any additional points for right? Miami. It's already in some places down to five and a half. You know, I don't like five mm-hmm. and a half. I like six. That's right. what I want. Plus six. Yep. And if I get plus six, I'm taking it, which I just did now. Yeah. And there's reasons for that, too. They're 4-0 against the spread in their last four neutral court games. They're 10-5 and as underdogs this season. They're 28th in the country in shooting. Their defense is shaky. We get it. And they're poor rebounders. We also get it. But they hustle, and they try their best, and they shoot like dog meat, man. They just kill us every night. Bang, 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 bang. Seven and two against the spread, or seven two and one over their last ten against the spread. You got Kansas; they've been rugged, man. One and five against the spread in their last six in the NCAA tournaments. They're five and five against the spread over their last ten, and thirty-one and five as favorites. Miami looks better and better all the time, at least on paper, at least to me. Exactly, uh, Phil. Do you know who Miami's point guard played for last year? I can't remember. No, I'm sorry. He's a can he played at Kansas. I oh, think. he did, did he? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He played at Kansas. And um look, um look at 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 the success that Jim Laranaga has had as a college basketball coach. I'm sure people in good old Fairfax, Virginia, at George Mason University, they'll be the first to tell you that guy can coach when he took that George Mason University team through the tournament. I mean, people would be talking about Miami being the big Cinderella of this tournament if it wasn't for St. Peter's. Miami's played really well. My yeah. friend Scotty's high on them. He likes. Yeah. He called me last night. He says I like Miami the best tonight. Yeah. So, um, I, I'll. I like that Miami plus six. I Absolutely. like that too. What about the total? Are you interested in the total? Because, you know, Kansas has awful free throw shooters. 
Mm-hmm. I know Remy Martin's been hot. That was who replaced the young fella at Kansas. Uh, but still, you know what? Uh, they are the better passing team. Yeah. They do play good defense. This is going to be a low-scoring game, I think. Yeah, I, I would lean towards a low-scoring game. Um, I'm probably not going to play anything on the total because I like the points. But think about it. If you like a low-scoring game, which it sounds like you do, that six points looks even better. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I like that low-scoring game. I, 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 you can get it in some places for at 100, playing the uh, under at 148 points. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good right there. Yeah. I, I just played that, so that's where I'm headed. So last game, we got St. Peter's. They're eight-point dogs. We've been talking about dogs all day, and they are the biggest dog in this country right now. Everybody wants to be a peacock. North Carolina is and the total is 137. So St. Peter's, North Carolina, what do you like here? Well, let's just break this game down and just throw a couple of numbers out there. So here you are laying eight with North Carolina. Do you seriously think that North Carolina is four and a half points worse than Purdue? Because the point spread on that Purdue-St. Peter's game was 12 and a half. No. So Purdue was laying 12 and a half. Now UNC's only laying eight. That's, you know, so um, there's the value you had by taking St. Peter's against Purdue. A lot of that value is gone if you, if you take a look at this. Um, look, I'm going to watch the game. Obviously, I'm rooting for St. Peter's on the Cinderella story. Eight points. I think the, pra- I think the game is priced right. Um, if that, all you're looking for in that game is if it's going to be close – North Carolina is probably going to get nervous at the end. The whole crowd is going to be favoring St. Peter's. I don't really have an official play on this game. I mean, look at the foul shooting from St. Peter's. They, sh- they shoot foul shots great, and they're very good at, at stopping the three-point shot. So, opinion, I would maybe lean St. Peter's. I'm not going to make an official play on this. I'm going to just watch the game. I think the game is price right. I mean, look, UNC minus eight compared to the 12 and a half points uh, the other night against Purdue. The, the, the value has been sucked out of this game, if you ask me. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, everybody wants to see St. Peter's win, including me. Maybe right. they will, but they right. were only uh, seven and six as underdogs this season. Exactly. But, you know, they have been a covering machine. They're 10 and 0 against the spread in their last 10. Mm hmm. I mean, they've played good. There ain't no against the spread as underdogs this season. That on neutral sides, that's good. But they're up against a North Carolina team that's eight and two against the spread in their last ten. Yeah. Twenty-two and four is a favorite, and they are four and one against the spread in their last five on neutral courts. Plus, they have this monstrous size advantage. I think I think the fairy tale ends on Sunday, at around seven thirty p.m. I think I think St. Peter's gets beat finally. Um, I hope they don't, but yeah. I think they will. Great stuff, man. Tell us about what you're doing, how they can, how our listeners can find you to sign up for your service and all those good things, man. Well, um, thanks for that, Phil. I appreciate it. So go to Twitter. Ambrose is my handle. At FUDWVU is where you find me on Twitter under the handle Ambrose. So go ahead and, and, and take a look at the pinned tweet. Under Ambrose on Twitter, it talks about the monthly subscription uh, rate. It talks about how you can go ahead and uh, direct message me, and we can have a conversation. It's a monthly 
flat rate fee. Um, that's how I choose to be judged by any of my new customers. Um, no daily, no weekly. Give me one month to, to go ahead and prove myself. I have customers that are willing to, to provide references. They've been with me for over 10 years. Um, we win money. As you know, I'm selective. <clears throat> if you're asking, uh, what am I going to probably tell my customers on these on these games? We're going to lay low on the Villanova Houston game and look to see if Gillespie's playing, possibly make an in-game wager. The the number one play that I like out of these four games is Miami plus the points. And there you have it. And that's going to wrap it up for today's show. We want to thank Ambrose for being here. We want to thank PlayUp for presenting this show. That's PlayUp.com for all your sports betting needs. Sign up for an account and find out why PlayUp is your best bet. All picks are tracked at betstamp.app. Until next time, you all take care of yourselves. Be good. And most importantly, Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you. Thanks for listening to The Phil Nason Show. Download us at your favorite podcast catcher, including iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Google Play. And please leave a review. You can follow Phil on social media at Cash with Flash and like our Facebook show page.